Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Rosenberg did a endorsement for body solutions. I remember that, yeah. Which was a bottle of liquid that you say you take a tablespoon before bed and you'd lose weight. <laughs> so that's what I did. I took a tablespoon well, before spectacular, yeah. and, I, and, I, and I was like, this is great. But like, we don't know anything about anything. So if someone tells us that you're going to take a tablespoon of that and maybe it's going to rev up your metabolism while you sleep. Yeah. Why would that be such a stretch? Well, I, I could see falling for that. I bought it in my 20s. I mean, obviously, it's stupid now yeah, thinking about it and they're not in business and whatever. Listen, we, <laughs> do you remember Jamel Brothers, Eddie? Remember that one? You used to put the antenna on the monitor and it would take away cancer waves that the computer was <laughs> it was like basically a piece of packing foam with like tape on the bottom of it and you put it on top of your computer or on the back of your cell phone and these were early yeah. cell phones wow and it would absorb all the dangerous sure <laughs> of course who knew yeah i guess back then true yeah i mean like everybody was scared of that stuff and we still don't know what these things are going to do to us yeah i know and they're so, sitting in our pockets right next to our I, balls all yes, day we was, i i've asked al this on the podcast numerous well no, a few times i'll ask you the same question Back in the day, people smoked. I mean, hell, doctors didn't tell you there was anything wrong with it in the 20s, I don't think. Sure. But if someone now could go back and tell someone in the 20s, listen, your lungs are going to fill with black smoke and you're going to die very young because of this. I, th- I really do think a lot of people would have stopped smoking. If Greg from 2070 came back and yeah. told Greg today that in the year 2040, we realized that these things were emitting really bad rate, whatever the case may be. Sure. And you're going to end up with four balls. <laughs> Seriously. And you're going to have cancer on your lower half of your body, and you're going to have... Yeah. Chances are you're going to die a very terrible death. Horrible death, yeah. Would you stop using your phone tomorrow? Ah. And I know that sounds extreme, but... If you go back to when people were smoking, it seemed like this fun, casual thing. Doctors didn't seem to think it was a big deal. And it took a while to realize the the health effects. I wouldn't stop totally using my phone because I don't know how it exists without it, but I would keep it out of my pocket. That's what I would do. But you'd still use it? Yeah, of course. I mean, I'd I'd like to see that four ball situation, (laughs) quite frankly. texting me when we were having our conversation about who's the next star that the Knicks could get of the free agent to put him over the top. Yeah. And he brought up Kristaps Porzingis. Mm, good Lord. But I think that's next, not this summer. I think that's next summer. Yeah, but he, I believe he's got an option there. He's got an, all right, yeah. I'm looking unrestricted free agent. 
Right. Uh, yes. So, yeah, he's got a player option. He's going to be a free agent. He so has played play. very, very well. He right, has. I'm, I'm putting in player option to see if this is coming up next year. Well, you get LeBron. <laughs> so, yeah, so Chris Middleton, mm -hmm. it's an interesting one. Yep. He's got a player option. James Harden oh, God. has a player option. Porzingis. Dre oh, I'll give you one. Fred Van Vliet. Mm, I love Van Vliet. Um... But he, you know, that Same might have position. a little redundancy yeah, no, no, there for sure. Brunson, I'm but. just looking at names right now. That's all. Yeah. Um, like, what position would you look for? <laughs> See, this is what this is the age-old question in the NBA it's because it's a positionless game. It you is. Know, you like obviously Mitchell Robinson serves that role, and Jalen Brunson serves his role. Right. But other than that. I mean, when you've got Julius Randle shooting as many threes as he does, you've got R.J. Barrett, who is a shooting guard that doesn't shoot all that well, but goes to the hoop well. Yeah. You know, what you've got, I mean, Josh Hart is a, I guess, sort of a traditional 3 and D guy at his position. But, I mean, I would, you know, I, I like the Porzingis fit the more I think about it because what he would provide for this team that they don't have you know, seven footer who could do all the things that he could do. You know, Middleton is set. To, he's got a player option. I get mm -hmm. it. A really good player. He's set to make if he stays in Milwaukee forty two million dollars next year. <laughs> My God, that is amazing. Oh, I want to bring this up. Speaking of player salaries, and we yeah. were um, bandying about the the regional sports networks now. That's going to change, and the salaries are going to go down. And what Al has been talking about for years, and we saw the MSG Plus. Yesterday, yeah. you know, thirty dollars a month for the Knicks and Rangers and everything else. So I can't take credit for this idea because it's actually Bob Gelb, our sales guy, the original producer for Mike and the Mad mm -hmm. Dog, still works here. He texted me this, and he goes, "If the salaries start going down, like we expect, because of the change of the regional sports networks and the cable bills, all that's going to do is make more live golf's," which I thought was fascinating. It might. You're right about that. Well, he's right about that. Yeah, yeah. And that, to me, so, imagine. Yes. You want to talk about 100%. change? Yeah. I like, know. Saudi Arabia comes in and is like, takes the whole, all the Pittsburgh Pirates and just pays them a gazillion dollars. It's possible. Live. And I'll tell Live, you this, too, it. because when you look at, now, I'm not, I, I don't want to get into the whole political part of this. Just talking about the sports and the leagues and the players. If you... Go back and listen to or read what Phil Mickelson said about creating competition. Yeah, I know, I know he took $200 million. I get all that. Look at what the effect it's having on the PGA Tour. Now, did you see their announcement yeah. yesterday? Yeah, I saw, I saw. I read the whole thing this what morning. What are they going to do next year, it looks like? They're going to start having more events that look like live, live events golf. now. Yeah. Where there's no cut, half the field, and they all make money. Right, exactly. Not to mention all the concessions they've made and upgrades they've made and purse increases going forward. Um, these are things that were not in existence before Liv, and I don't want to use the word threatened them, because I don't think Liv is threatening me yet to a certain extent, although there have been some good players that have gone. This has had a big cause and effect in a very positive way for the current PGA Tour players. So while whatever the, the, uh, the idea going there, whatever the incentive was, there was a cause and effect, which he did say he had hoped would happen, and it is happening right in front of our eyes right now. Yeah. So yesterday, 2024 season is going to feature eight. This is for PGA. Eight designated events that will have fields of 70 to 78 players competing for elevated purses and FedEx Cup points. Yep. They also will not have a 36-hole cut. Yep. 
guaranteeing that all the top players will will be competing in all four rounds. Uh, these designated events will be in addition to the majors, the players, and the three FedEx Cup playoff events. Now, now that's nine events now that players 76 down are going to get screwed out of competing in. Yes. Now, I'm not saying that's a bad thing for the ones that are playing. Clearly, it's not. It's a guaranteed payday and all that. But like, there's a lot of ramifications to this stuff. Sure. But what I do like, and if you watch the um, full swing documentary on Netflix... Part of the big thing that they were talking about is these guys who miss the cut that don't get paid anything. And well, it's like, I just, I do travel and this and now that, and I'm in the hole. They did have an addendum, um, they did add to that too, to where I think they get stipends now if they don't make the cut. And again, that was another effect from Liv. Absolutely. So for years, there would be these guys that would miss the cut that would be in the hole that week. Correct. Now, a lot I, of money, too. Yeah, and, and and you think, like, guys, like, obviously, the top players in the world that are getting, you know, Don't Rory, Rory doesn't have to worry about missing a cut. No. But there are guys that, like, the two guys who were competing at the top of the Honda Classic, uh, Kirk and Cole, this past uh, weekend, like those guys, they miss a cut. That's a big deal. Yes, because they have to pay for their travel. They have to pay for their hotel stays. They got to pay for their, I mean, not all their meals. I'm sure they get some at the course, yeah. but everything. And, and the week, it's not like you just show up Thursday and play. They're there on Monday night to play Tuesday, Wednesday, and then the events start on Thursday. It's a lot of money. And if you don't make the cut, you get nothing. Right. And I think that has changed as well. Yeah. And Live Golf definitely has helped out the PGA players that have stayed. Yeah. And really the only one, like, I know that Brooks Kepka and Bryson DeChambeau had that thing a few years back where they were rivals and they hated each other. But that went away quick because both of them started, they dealt with injuries and they started not mm -hmm. winning. So those two guys being gone now, it doesn't feel as big. The big one was Cam Smith. Yeah. When Cam Smith went after winning the Open Championship, him being young with the mullet and the look, and that that one hurt. That was the big one that hurt. But like the the rest of the guys that that are around, like you know Zalatoris. I know they're not. If you're not a golf fan, you're not as into this. But you know Justin Thomas, Will Zalatoris, Scotty Scheffler. I mean, those guys are you know, Tony Finau, Colin Morikawa, and those guys are uh, they're fun. I'm into that. They, they but they just lack personality. So, yeah. And that's a problem. You know, it is. R Rory doesn't. Yeah, Rory's fine, but there's yeah. not enough of them. You know, yeah. when whether you, if you were a sports fan, and this goes to the personality, there's not many guys like this, and I know that. But even someone like Al who doesn't watch golf, uh, there was a couple of tournaments where Tiger's on the back nine with a chance to win. He actually put it on. Yeah. And Tiger has that. He's... I know you usually don't say this, but he, he's bigger than the game. I mean, he's Tiger Woods. He he <laughs> he blows past all that stuff. Mickelson had that flair that people wanted to watch him. There were names that if they were on the front page of the leaderboard, you'd put it on. I the, I love golf. The PGA Tour doesn't have that right now. They just don't. Doesn't mean they don't have great golfers. They got the best in the world for sure. But it lacks flair right now. Sure, I, but those who gamble on it, because the gambling on golf right now is through the roof. I mean, there are so many people that have been sucked into this because of the great odds that you get. And it's over a four-day period and everything else. I, I think that, that the popularity of it is just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And then the Netflix documentary. So, yeah, the, the, the personality is lacking, but I think there's still a ton of younger sports fans that are into golf. Look at the waste management. I mean, I know it's a big party. Yeah. And then if you walk around some of these other ones, like when the Ryder Cup comes here, it's not going to be like everybody 65 and over. No. It's going to be a lot of young people there. Th those events are fine. I mean, the, the regular grind of the tour. 
oh, is yeah. not going to have what it actually had built up to have in the late 90s through the early 2000s. Sure. It's, it's just not. And I love golf, but it's actually hard for me to sit down and watch it at this point. Really? Yeah. So I'm not exact, into it as much. Yeah, I see I am. Just I, not. We, we just switched with that. I've, we, I love playing. I yeah. love watching. I, but if I, if I don't recognize the names... Yeah, I'll watch it for five minutes, yeah. and that's about it. Or the course, like I'll watch Augusta. Sure. I know the course. I'll watch Riviera. But some of these other ones, eh. We were at a, uh, a, a meeting with the uh, the great folks from uh, McConnell's Whiskey, which I'm actually Irish whiskey, which I'm actually wearing a shirt here today. Nice. But they uh, were talking about golf with Boomer, you know, because they were interested in the places that he had played. And, you know, obviously in Ireland and Scotland, there's mm-hmm. amazing golf courses. We were talking about that with the Irish whiskey. And when Boomer was rattling off his top five, Augusta did not make his top five. Mm. And I'm thinking, <laughs> that's pretty good when you can name your top five and not mention yes! Augusta. And he's played there. Yeah, I know. I no, I'm talking about play, top five places he's played at. I know. And he said no. He said it's a top ten for me. It's not a top five. How about I, that? I couldn't believe it. I was floored. He's like, I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. <laughs> it is not a top five for me. He'll never be invited back. <laughs> yeah, no, I think he It not. is an interesting thing, though, about the other sports from the standpoint of, if let's say, the NBA salaries, which have gone through the roof, because this is where I think they could really have some inroads. Yeah. If, in fact, you were able to entice, let's say the salaries start going down, and all of a sudden, a league like that comes along and says, we're going to give you $60 million a year, guaranteed, five years $300 million, never playing back-to-backs. You don't have to play 82 games. We're going to play a 60-game season. I mean, it, it it can do some damage. Oh, sure. I mean, these guys, I mean, James Harden would run to live basketball in two seconds. You know he would. He wouldn't care. He'd be the first one to go. So I, I think that if the salaries do start to correct themselves, there is an opening there yeah. for Saudi Arabian basketball. There could be. There could be. I mean, that then, they want to talk about changing the landscape, man. Yeah, because players have for years, especially as they've made more money, and you've heard this too, well, maybe we'll start our own league. Yeah. None of them have the guts to do it because if it fails, they'll be in financial ruin. I mean, that's the one thing, you know, people like to get on the owners, and I get it. These owners employ thousands of people and spend and take major risks trying to get into these things. And yeah, they're rich beyond their wildest dreams because of it. I get it. But, man, they're the ones that put their neck out there financially. And, you know, if LeBron wants to start his own league, go for it. It might be successful. Guess what? Might not be. Yeah, probably not. Just stick with the pickleball league that he started with Tom Brady. <laughs> Just stick with that. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. CeeLo back with us. What's going on, Chris? Good morning. Good morning again. Brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Pretty dominant effort for the Knicks from start to finish last night. It's been the Brunson show, folks. He's got whatever he wanted off the bounce. Floats it up. Jalen Brunson, final seconds here in the second quarter. Mike and Clyde on his He was disappointing in the second half. (laughs) Only nine points, whatever it was. 30-39 in the first (laughs) half, as it turned out, for Brunson. The Knicks had 81 of the break on their way to a 142-118 blowout of the Nets. The Garden, 47 in the first quarter, certainly helped with that. They had 23s on the night. R.J. Barrett afterwards couldn't even keep track. You know an 81-point first half is fun, R.J., but take me. Yes. It always blows me away when players that were in the game have no idea where they were in the game. Yep, absolutely. (laughs) So the natural follow-up, how did that happen? Making a lot of shots. (laughs) But uh, no, we you know, we got good looks, especially. Um, I mean, obviously, Jalen went crazy. And of course, Brunson with the big game from the Nets' perspective. Jacques Vaughn tipping his cap to Brunson. Another good game by him. Give him credit for that. Uh, we try some different things against him, and uh, we'll continue to try things going forward with our with our group. By the way, Al, I did get works. approval of the. Um, we have to find the day. The Duke's shooting challenge will be at Rutgers. Oh, for three pointers. Correct. So you will be able to see, and they have. I think they have. Two lines on the. F- I got to check, but at least the college three, you'll be able to attempt, and then we can mark off the extra foot, foot and a half, whatever it is for the cool. NBA three. So when what is the last time you shot a three, Al? Been a while. Mm. Been a while, like thirty years. <laughs> but did did you make a claim like you could make ten no, of them? You, at a- you were curious, right? I was curious oh. what Jerry thought if I just was shooting three pointers. How many would I hit if I shot ten three pointers? You'd have to warm up for a while, yeah. I think, and then. I still say one. Yeah, I was going to say. You can warm up for three days. I say one. Yeah. It's far, man. I'm going to say three. I think he goes three out of ten. I was going to say 30% from three. Yes. Come on. I'm serious. Nobody in his face. The way I want to set it up is actually it was 15. I wanted to set up like the three-point shooting contest. Three balls in the corner, on the wing, straight, wing, corner. I thought that would be fun. A corner, he's got no shot. Yeah. To me, it's... Sometimes the corner's easier for people, actually. Believe it or not. If you're telling me it's the same spot, I like him for three. But if you're moving him around, that's a totally different... Well, he gets three in each spot. Right. All right. right. You like that? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Like that? Okay. Like that? I'm, I'm going to wear shorts. Like I'm going to wear a tank top like a basketball player. 
We had a headband. Kareem goggles. Headband and goggles. Goggles, nice. I'll give you two out of 15. And I will uh, I'll make sure I use the GoPro like we did for the baseball challenge, too. All right. So we'll have good footage. And speaking of getting Al to do things, I guess the whole spring training game thing sort of... I think it's died down. It's died down. Oh, I thought we had a day, no? I don't know, man. Why did it die down? I'm, I mean, I guess... Are we back to the Jersey Shore Blue Claws? They would do it for sure. I, I talked to them, but, yeah. but we would have to just pick a day. What is this? Spring training? What? Uh, Al's going to call a Yankee game. Oh. Yeah. How do you feel about that, CeeLo? Sure. <laughs> I would listen. I know you would. Yeah. I, heard him, I did hear you doing your Yankee call stuff last week. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's where that emanated from. I figured. Yep. I think that was like right before the neurovirus, I'm pretty sure. And then I had totally forgotten about it. And that's why I wasn't keeping it. Like top of mind. Yeah. I thought it was after. Wasn't or this was just it? last week? Yeah, but no, that, so was last week. Yeah. It was a neurovirus. Wednesday was I was in for was Geo. It? Wednesday, yeah, yeah. So I think it was like right before that. Okay, and that's why I think you're right. That's why it died down. Right. And I forgot. Well, about we it. need to bring that back up. Yeah, or we figure it out. <laughs> well, you now you're teetering on this. Well, I, I can now. I got a sick dog. I can't leave the oh. dog. <laughs> These bring dogs it to the vet overnight for a few days. You'd be vet fine overnight, Jerry. You got cash. You're fine. Overnight, you said a blue claws game, didn't you? Just say no. No, the Yankees. What was the the blue claws thing? Well, because we—that's where it started. Was him calling a game, and I said, "I'm sure the Jersey, the Jersey Shore Blue Claws would love to have us in." And they—I saw they contacted us on Twitter. I guess he talked to them as well, and I said, "I'd be more than happy to sit in and be his, the analyst, right, for him if he would like." The highest levels here wanted to send Al down to Tampa. Yeah, and still do. I think they do. Mm. How about I no? Think I think they're counting on me bailing, <laughs> <laughs> calling your bluff. Your, yeah, right. I think so. Yeah, and he had uh, Al ultimately had no interest in doing it. Uh, yes, he did. He, yeah. he yeah. did yeah. for a moment, and that moment's gone. I mean, now I can't. The dog. I honestly can't. What am I going to do with the dog urinating all over the house? <laughs> Just bring her to the Yankees clubhouse and have her urinate on that rug. You see the dog that uh, did number two on the yes. court last night? Awesome. That was We've great. had that act at Rutgers games. The Frisbee time. dog? It's yes. The, really oh, cool. Just oh, like the doing a number two on the court is an no, act. No, 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 no. <laughs> That was actually pretty funny. Anyway, oh, sorry. I'm distracted. The Yankee game, like, I guess, was this from yesterday? I don't know. But, no, it's uh, right now. Well, no, I didn't know if it was earlier. And usually, don't they just wear the pinstripes for the first spring training game, the full pinstripes? Who cares? My point is, is <laughs> my alma mater advertising behind home plate, Quinnipiac, with the ad up there. Nice. nice. Yeah. Speaking of ads, we're also brought to you by Jack Pocket. Uh, play official state lottery games on your phone. Anyway, Knicks are in Miami tomorrow night. Nets visit the Celtics after Boston outlasted the Cavs Wednesday, 117-113. Jason Tatum, 41, 11 rebounds and 8 assists out to Donovan Mitchell, who did finish with 40. For Kevin Durant, 23 points across 27 minutes in his son's debut as the Suns beat the Hornets 105-91. Devin Booker had 37 for Phoenix. Here he was on his new teammate. Kev's somebody I have high respect for. And, you know, this is one of those moments that, you know, it doesn't really feel real. I'm going to take it day by day. And, you know, just watching him from a little bit closer, I can't hard no more. The media like Dennis Rodman's on the court again. You see that guy with the blue hair? <laughs> yeah, I love it. That was pretty wild. By the way, uh, here's the audio from your guy, Matthew Mayer, the Illinois guard. Mm. You're talking with the caffeine issue. Meyer, sorry, okay. It was a 50-50 shot, yeah. and yeah. I lost. Uh, here was, in his own words, what went on with uh, the caffeine situation. I've actually been sick the last few days. I had caffeine poisoning. I literally had uh, six monsters the day of the game. I only had one before, but I had five after because I like a caffeine-induced euphoria to play video games in. All right. Tough life for these college <laughs> athletes after the game. 
<laughs> this, I just imagine this is the type of doofus that Sabrina's going to bring home at some point when she's 18 years old. Like, I just picture. Uh, uh, hey, Mr. G. Uh, uh, caffeine poisoning. God. Turned out That's the, funny. the next day is not so great. I could barely get out of bed the next day. It was like basically like a caffeine hangover. And uh, so this is my first day of practicing since then. Uh, it's got that Brad Underwood, everything. their coach, is a fiery guy. Mm. I would have lo- I would loved if there was a camera in his office when like the assistant goes in and says, uh, yeah, Meyer's out today. Right. Why? Caffeine-induced, whatever the hell it was. <laughs> like, what? Now, but do you think, so he said he could barely get out of bed, so presumably he, like, you know, stayed in bed all day or called out. Like, do you think, did he did he know right away what it was, or did he think it was something else, and then they eventually... Maybe the trainers know. Determined. It's possible. The, hey, so what did you... These what? trainers are pretty high level. Yeah. Probably had an idea did you talk what about, it was. was. I didn't catch all the segments. Did you His talk boner about, pills? No, no, no. Oh. Around here with the energy drinks with yeah, Jody, Jody Mac. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the you Mac. were here that day. I was here either the day de- that day and then left before that happened, or I was in the next morning. It was one of the two. Oh, but I just... remember him banging those drinks in the newsroom, <laughs> thinking like, "Oh, this is great." Yeah, uh, freebie. Mariana Rivera was, uh, you know. Basically, you know, um, endorsing, endorsing them. is the mm. word I was looking for. Thank you, Jerry. Yeah, it was like they were delicious. Yeah. It was one after another after another. Right. Having no idea there was probably 200 milligrams of caffeine in every single one of them. Yeah, it was a bit much. And he got well, taken out of here, right? He didn't have to go to the hospital? I forget. I think he went home. And when he got home, his Then he went to the hospital. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> <Huh>? <laughs> Came through it okay. And yeah, he did. Still working on like, right. you know, nine different outlets at a time. He has more jobs than I do, which is hard to believe. Quickly on the hockey, because uh, I want to get to some football stuff here. Rangers did beat the Flyers in overtime, 3-2. to two. Vlad Tarasenko, the game winner, also had two assists. Blue Shirts head home for Patrick Kane's debut tonight against Ottawa. Devils beat Colorado 7-5, to five. goal and three assists for Dawson Mercer. He's now scored in seven straight games. That's a new team record. The Devils just one point behind first place Carolina atop the Metropolitan Division. A couple of giant notes here, following up on what Joe Shane said Tuesday in Indianapolis. So he was on uh, Good Morning Football today with NFL Network and shared that he met with Daniel Jones's new reps both, or not both, but three days, Monday, Tuesday, and yesterday that will continue throughout the course of the week. Still not close on a deal or as close as he would like, um, but he noted that uh, Jones was in their team facility Monday. They're having productive talks and hoping to get something done before Tuesday of next week when you have the deadline uh, for the franchise tag. Leftovers from Aaron Rodgers on the Aubrey Marcus podcast. Not Did you listen to it? No, I did not listen to the whole thing. Al? I listened to the first 20 minutes, and I got sick of it. Yeah, I was into it yesterday before I left, and by the time I left, I had lost complete interest. You were done. Eddie, no, I would say probably not. How about you? No. Yeah, me neither. I did what I needed to yesterday to get those cuts, and based Liz, on the you way You kind of actually did hear a lot of it. No, not oh. a lot of it. I right. caught the first few minutes, and then okay. the back end when he finally got to the retirement talks. So okay. I missed a lot of the in-between. Um, but here he is, not contemplating another season because he feels like he has any unfinished business. I don't feel like I have any left to accomplish, like... For people like show you like, hey, I can do this, you know, like, or I got to win another Super Bowl, so people, you know, think is, you know, think of me in a, you know, higher sense. Like, no, I don't, no, I don't need to do any of that. Yeah, I love playing, and that's a good enough reason. And once he decides on that part, comes the part where he decides on the where. Yeah, I'm under contract with the Packers for sure. So if I decide uh, to play, like. Uh, First is a conversation with them, you know, mm-hmm. where are you guys at? Like, honestly. And it's the so I guess this whole, be... I, I guess this decision didn't come to him in the dark. 
Wasn't that the whole point of this? Well, we said yesterday. He hadn't. He said, "I'll decide soon." So it wasn't. It, there was no like epiphany or anything. He also said on Pat McAfee that he's not going in there to find out exactly what he's going to do. Right. He's just going to go in there and try to learn more about himself. And yes, when he comes out of it, he'll make a decision because he's got no choice because he doesn't want to keep everybody waiting, right. which he's doing. But no, he didn't go in there to be like, "I'm, I'm going to come out waiting and play for voices or something." So like, I guess seriously, listen to the whole thing either then. I didn't listen to any of it. Oh, okay. Got I it. was going to, and then I with all the clips, I'm like, yeah. I feel like I read a lot if it was enough. Yeah, pretty much someone else goes through it, and if there's something mm-hmm. to take away, they'll let you know. Here's one of those deep thoughts, something he contemplated and worked through during the darkness retreat. I fought so hard for this, what seems now ridiculous, um, way to differentiate uh, my life or private life and my career. But what hit me in the darkness was that my life is football. My life and football are connected, and that's totally okay. He needed the darkness to realize that? <laughs> well, well make, maybe make peace with it instead of trying to separate the two? Yeah, yeah. But he's, all right. I, mean, I get it if he's 24, 25, and it's still new to him. He's 39 years old, and yeah. he's one of the greatest players in the game today and of all time. You really needed to go into a cave to separate, the, to realize they're not separated? <laughs> I guess oh, so, man. That was his process. But I think what he had struggled with throughout his career is he didn't want to be known as just a football player. Like, that's something that he said in one of his other clips. But publicly, and he hated you are, that. though. Like how, well, that's you know, what he realized, To though. the public, no one cares that you're married to Gina. Right, the listening audience, you're the host of the show. Well, actually, uh, people yeah, on uh, right, Google, you know actually. I was going to say, Google, <laughs> you know what I mean. Google searches disagree. Yeah. No, I know exactly what you're talking about, but this is just his, like, he wants to be known as more complex than just oh, a guy who throws a football. I think that's been a step. And, that. and he has definitely achieved that. All right. Meantime, more quarterback talk in Indy, current and future. Let's start with the current Ravens GM, Eric DaCosta, trying to massage the Lamar Jackson situation. He can't win in this league without a strong quarterback. I mean, that's been proven. So we want Lamar here. Um, we think he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Certainly beats the alternative. Living in a world without a quarterback is a is a bad world to live in. Uh, and I think there's a lot of GMs and coaches who would probably say that, who are living in that world right now. We're aware of that. Um, I think we've been uh, blessed. That goes back to Joe Flacco. Now, Chris Ballard is one of those GMs right now searching for his QB answer, trying to maintain some leverage or, I guess, deniability. Like, this is what's great right now. Everybody has just automatically stamped that you've got to move up to one to get it right. I I don't know if I agree with that. I don't. He gets it. He sounds like he should be on the Dukes of Hazzard. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I never thought I would have thought he sounded like that. Me neither. We've played cuts from him before. Yeah, I remember him. You combine him and Ursay, it's an interesting duo that they've got atop that organization. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He understands, though, especially this time of year. That's going to be the narrative. And that's okay. Y'all got to write something. You got to keep the news flowing. But I don't necessarily know if that's the. I don't know if that's the. The right course of business. And lastly, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. When we meet as a staff and we say, okay, this is what we need to do. This is the guy for the next 10 to 15 years and we think he's the right guy. Sure, we'll do it. But who's to say we won't get one at four? At four. <laughs> at four. We'll find one at four. So this is all That's funny. The, the, the jockeying for There's a lot going on in the NFL, yeah. Making sure no team feels that they're desperate to move up or anything, yep. so on and so forth. Have you been following the A.J. Brown, Juju Smith-Schuster? Well, I knew the original thing, award. yeah, with with the whole the Valentine's Day thing right. and the hold, and he called him TikTok boy. Exactly. So this is dragged on, uh, and I guess, Juju, this was a, a DM that Juju sent to A.J. Brown that I guess he screenshotted and put out there. I don't play them kids' games. If you want to see me, I'm with it. You better go to Cabo and enjoy your ring and stop bleeping with me. 
It's A.J. Brown to Juju. No, this is Juju to A.J. Brown, right? No, because it's the, not because the eagle. You, you got to get that ring. You're right, you're right. I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. I have it reversed. You're right. right. You're right. So this is AJ in Juju's DMs. Right. You better go to Cabo. Enjoy your ring. Stop leaving with me. Leave me off all your TikTok bleep bleep. Okay. <laughs> and then I guess he sent this publicly on Twitter, which I guess he since deleted. This is again AJ to Juju. You really need to find you somebody else to play with. Don't let that ring get you. Beat the you know what up because I'm with all the dumb bleep. I'm not gonna speak on it no more. Well, wow, well, we'll see. Yeah, he's a guy that you don't want to mess with. AJ Brown, you do not want to mess no. with. And Juju is just he, he's a he's basically Jackson Mahomes with skill. <laughs> I mean, that's all he is. You know, right. he's the same type of TikTok annoying personality <laughs> guy <laughs> that nobody likes. And AJ Brown's he's re, he's a that's a real dude right yeah. there. Yeah, Juju jumped on in Kansas City, yeah. and all of a sudden Tyree Kill's gone. McCall Hardman was hurt this year, and he's suddenly part of the offense that wins the Super Bowl. So worked out nicely. And you see him. Mike McCarthy dumping on Kellen Moore. Yeah, what is that all about? Oh yeah, I was going to put was, that audio. I can't. So I listened to all of the seventeen minutes McCarthy spoke, oh. and I was zipping through it a little bit. Got but like two clips. Boy, I know. Trust me, I know. Um, but that one in particular, I'm wondering if he said off to the side with a reporter. The quote was, in terms of more, I've been where Kellen has been. Kellen wants to light the scoreboard up, but I want to run the damn ball so I can rest my defense. I don't desire to be the number one offense in the league. And then he would go on and on. Yeah, I don't have that clip. About having more balance. I know. Yeah. I know. But like, why would you say that now? Yeah, you had him. You're right. the coach. Don't you have control over what you're doing out there? Yeah, dude, exactly. And then you're going to trash this guy. Right. This you point, like it. look terrible. Fix it. Yeah. Yep. You're the head coach. Yeah, weird. Now, it wasn't, and you'll know better than I, Not when right. McCarthy got there, wasn't Moore already there? And yeah. like basically, it was like a shotgun marriage situation. Pretty much. Well, I mean, Kellen Moore, if you remember, was just like the hot the, name. Right. So I think that kind of, if I had to guess... Maybe part of the issue, but he stuck around for how many no, years? Know. You know, but that you know, if Jerry Jones gets involved. That could have very well been something from above. Possibly McCarthy. Possibly. And, and Kellen Moore went into Mike McCarthy's DMs and said, "I ain't playing with you no more. <laughs> Bet you shut your damn fat face. Leave me off your TikTok. Yeah, leave me off your TikTok bullcrap. <laughs> All right, see you. Yeah, love. we're good for this. Hour. All right, we'll see you next hour. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network. From big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medella is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medella, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 
CBS Sports Network, two more negative John Morant stories were out there in this Washington Post story yesterday. One of them we had heard about, about a pickup game that was at his home, and him and a 17-year-old got into it, and apparently the ball was thrown at John Morant in a way that he was not prepared for it, and it hit him, and then he ended up punching this kid, allegedly. So that the more details came out about that. And then there was this other story about... In a mall in Memphis at a finish line sneaker store, John Morant's mother got into a dispute with a store employee. And according to police, she called Morant, who arrived shortly with a group of as many as nine people. Confronted by the director of mall security, John Morant and his friends refused a security guard's demands to leave the mall parking lot. Police arrived and a verbal confrontation escalated. Someone in the group pushed the security guard directly in the head. And as the group was leaving the premises, John Morant said, let me find out what time he gets off, which obviously is a threatening type of thing, too. You add this to the laser beams in the car with the assistant coaches, and you've got now a three, problem. Three different things are one of the brightest young stars yeah. that the NBA has. Yeah. I, I, what do you even say? Other than this, assuming that this behavior is accurate from what we're seeing, because it's not one time. Now we've got yes. three different instances. Right. It's a problem. I, it can't happen. And if you are, you know, you can say if you want to go to the Grizzlies, that's fine. It might go higher than that. Maybe something's got to come from the commissioner's office. Like, you can't do this. Yeah, I, and Shannon Sharp talked about this a lot after the first thing happened. And a point that he brought up that I thought was very smart was he's, he seems to be surrounded with the people that he grew up with. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of that that can be good for you. And sometimes it can be very bad for you. And it seems like he has surrounded himself with a lot of people that are dragging him down that are a negative influence on his life as opposed to a positive influence. So when he's showing up with nine people, he's showing up with these peers of his that really have nothing to lose. He's got everything to lose. And his mentality is, I'm still one of those guys when he's not. He's, he's something different than that. He's something that's got, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars, generational money, Hall of Fame, all of these things that he could have. And he's getting pulled in these negative directions. And it's just it's it's dangerous now. Well, I think there's two things there. Number one, I think it's very hard to I think it's easy for us to sit here and say whether it's John Moran or any whoever it is, entertainers that make this kind of money and hit it big. and All of a sudden, their childhood friends are still around. I think it's easy for us to sit there and say, you're making a fortune. Move on with your life. These are real relationships. And in a lot of cases that have gone from years and years and years and years. And we're also not talking about people in their 50s and 60s when they don't really give a crap anymore as they've gotten later in life. They're still very impressionable. Um, so I think it's easy to say that. I think it's harder to actually do it and break away from. That having been said, you can learn and mature to the point where you can be the one to say, hey, guys, enough. You know, it doesn't mean because your friends are still around that you got to act like a bunch of jackasses. I mean, yeah. you know, you can stand up, take charge and say no more or get the hell out. I mean, you can do that. 
true, but the, when you're in that circle, sometimes you don't know what, like your compass is lost. Your moral compass is lost at that point because you're just doing all the stuff you did before you got famous. Right, but and that's what I'm saying. Someone's got to step so, in yeah, and say, absolutely, yeah. you want to keep these friends around. We get it. You've known them since you were four years old. Understood. You can't behave like this. Yeah. And maybe you got to be threatened with suspension or something. I don't know. Something that's going to hit home to where he can turn things around to where this stuff doesn't happen. Yeah, now you've had three instances with him. Zion Williamson is hurt all the time. I know R.J. Barrett, we've talked about how he hasn't reached that next level. I love R.J. Barrett. But, I mean, think about if this keeps going negatively with John Moran, maybe R.J. Barrett turns out to be the best player of the three. R.J. Barrett may not be the best three-point shooter in the world. I get it. He may not be able to go right, but he's a hell of a slasher. He works hard. He plays hard, and he plays. And yeah. he's not a bad player. Is he what you no. want out of a number three pick? I get it. But he's still pretty damn good. Well, the issue is, and I've told this to Boomer many times, and he's like, I'm not giving up on him. I said, nobody's giving up on him. But then you might be giving up on him being the superstar that you hoped he would be. Um, and he's a very good player, not a superstar. He's a very good player. But the, the, the issue is that if he had turned into that superstar player, this team could do anything. And and that's the issue, and that's what's frustrating for Knicks fans. How would you? Let me ask you this: How would you classify that pick? Meaning, like, is a, that a miss? No, no, it's not a miss. Right, I agree. No, it's I, not, I, I don't not think they miss. hit a home run with it. Yeah, but they got a really good player. Like Zion, right now, feels it's like a, a miss. Huge miss right now. It is a huge swing and a miss because he can't stay on the floor. R.J. Barrett, you know, twenty-five and three. Yeah, pretty good. Sure. You, now, got a, you got a pretty good player. Now, obviously, John Rand is still unbelievably more talented, more successful than R.J. Barrett. But what I'm bringing up is he's on a negative path here. Correct. And if there's some sort of suspension or some sort of other issue or who the hell knows. If this stuff continues, he will find him in a bad way with this league very quickly. Yeah, I wonder if he were here in New York, if it would be better or worse. I mean, because more eyes on you than Memphis... More to do than Memphis. I think you can get in trouble anywhere, anytime, anyhow. Yeah, but I know. I just wonder if it would be. I don't know. The, the normal reaction would say, "Yeah, it'd be worse in New York than it would be in Memphis." But I, I'm not so sure about that. I don't think it matters anymore. If you're if you're with people doing stupid things, I think everyone's out there with a camera. Everyone's out there wanting to break news. Everybody wants to go viral. Everyone wants a story. I don't think it matters anymore. Yeah, and that's that was my point. You know, with. The whole Rogers thing with Tiki, and I understand. I understood his point. To me, the media now is more than just a guy that writes in a, in a newspaper article. Writes in a newspaper article. It's 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 the Twitter, it's the Instagram, it's the TikTok, it's you know text messaging and screen grabs that then get put out onto social media. That to me is almost worse now than the guys that cover the teams. Do you have a lot of knuckleheads growing up? Knucklehead friends. I had a ton um, of knucklehead friends. I still am friends with them, but they're total knuckleheads, and they know exactly who they are. Not really. I mean, did, did I have a couple of friends that did a couple of dumb things? Yes. A lot? No, not really. Yeah, we did a ton of dumb stuff. Really did. Like what? Give me the worst thing you did. The worst thing? Yeah, you say you did a ton of dumb stuff. Like what? Uh, you steal one, a car? No, never stole a car. I did watch a friend take a uh, deck out of a car when I didn't realize he was stole doing the radio. It. I didn't, and I swear I didn't. Re- like, it sounds like I didn't know. I really didn't know he was doing it. Like we, he stopped. He got out of the car, like on a phone, and I was thinking this is strange. And the next thing you know, he comes back like ten minutes later with this deck. I'm like, what are you doing? But anyway, um, I, I remember once we, I had a a Jeep Cherokee at the time, like the the boxier ones, not the Grand Cherokee. 
and we took a rope and tied it to the the tow hitch at the back, mm-hmm. and we tied it around a stop sign. And I went and pulled the stop sign out of the road and dragged it down the road while it was like sparking everywhere in the neighborhood. That sounds fun. We did that once. That was pretty stupid. Do <laughs> you think? Yeah, that was very stupid. But were you like all fired up during it too? Oh, we were laughing. <laughs> That's so stupid. We were laughing. Your teenagers laughing, right? You, you know? imagine if a cop saw you do that. Yeah, that was stupid. Right. There was this one lady in the neighborhood too. That, not my neighborhood, but she was. Oh, she would torture all the other neighbors and complain about all the other neighbors. So the prank that we did is we cut a a lawnmower and tied it to the tree in her front yard and just started it. So we'd go around in circles. <laughs> Over and over and over again, and she couldn't catch it and stop it <laughs> until it ran out of gas. That was that's a good one. funny. That was a good I one. I mean, that sucks for her, but yeah. that's funny. You're not going to you're not getting yeah. arrested for that. No, 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 no. You're not getting arrested for that. No. I mean, there's, there's those a, aren't too terrible. No. I mean, the stealing of the deck was pretty. Yeah, bad. You didn't do that. You didn't, but that I didn't was your do friend. it. Yeah, I right. didn't do it. And as someone that had my car stereo deck stolen once, that sucks. Yeah, I know. That was a bad one. Yeah, I'm trying to, there's got to be more that are in there in the head. I'm sure my friends are screaming, how about this one, how about that one? Oh, this is one my friend did. This is not something you get arrested for, but this made me laugh so much. So the 7-Elevens in the wintertime have these, the wood outside of the 7-Elevens. They're called okay. hot sticks. You know, you, you take them and it's just like it's wood, firewood. So my friend, the hack a fire stick guy, <laughs> hack a fire stick, he starts piling up the wood he takes one by one these bundles of wood at the 7-eleven at the 7-eleven from outside brings them in sticks them on the counter one after another after another so it's like halfway up to the ceiling now right and the guy is he's going dude 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 scanning all the barcodes right and then when he finally gets the last one up and it's a wall of wood with a line of people holding their coffee and buttered rolls he goes eh. I don't want them anymore. Oh, come on. That's that's juvenile. Of course that's it not, is. But that's not like what we're talking about. <laughs> so if that's the worst thing you did, I mean, that's, that's not the worst that's thing. That's annoying. That's not the worst thing. And that's some punk kid that, you know, the people online want to go kick his ass. <laughs> that's the teens that, you know, that most people are afraid of. I'm not saying it was terrible. I'm just saying these are knucklehead Stupidity. things. Stupidity. Knucklehead things, yeah, man. Right? I know. I, yeah, I, I got to be honest. I don't really. You didn't have that knucklehead no. stuff? I really didn't. No. Yeah. I'll tell you some more off the air, but I know you got to go. I do. You're going to Minnesota. Heading to Minneapolis. All right. Very good. Say Bassery. No. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm pulling a boomerang. Sorry. An old, I'm not sorry. I'm pulling an old Monday night football thing like he used to do. All right. Very good. So, Well, we'll see you tomorrow. Go catch your flight. I will see you tomorrow. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.